<laughs> All right, are we ready? I think so. Oh, yes, oh, yes, okay. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to part two of our... Fuck. Uh, welcome... <laughs> w- welcome to... <laughs> Great start. You're just... <laughs> I'll, I'll get it eventually, you know, <laughs> posting an audio podcast. Welcome to I Want You to Watch This, everybody. Yeah. I am your host, Dennis. I am with my two guests, Colin and Craig, as always. How are you both? I'm good, Dennis. All right, Colin. How are you? I am dynamite. 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 <laughs> uh, this is where I say welcome to part two of our comedy block. It is Black Dynamite. Um How'd y'all enjoy uh, Super Troopers? Oh, Super Troopers is always fun. It was really uh, a good time to revisit that movie, which I hadn't seen in a while. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was... That was solid. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah, Super Troopers was enjoyable. It was a fun movie. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, yeah, it's a fun, funny movie. Yeah, I fun, guess. solid movie. I don't know. Yeah, outside of... I mean, I don't really think it was trying to be anything else. No. So. Like, it, I think it does that perfectly. It's yeah, a fun, they, they funny know movie. what they are, and they go out there and they present their jokes. Their jokes are funny, and, and let's yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice work, guys. Let's, yeah, more movies. Yeah, good uh, job, Broken Lizard. Um, but so yeah, uh, on to uh, Black Dynamite, which is uh, quite different from um, very Super different. Super <laughs> just a little bit, just a little bit. Um, it's a stylized uh, take on uh, black exploitation movies from the nineteen seventies. Came out two thousand nine. Um, Yep, directed by Scott Sanders. Scott um, Sanders. 7.4 on IMDb, uh, 84% on Rotten Tomatoes, 86% audience score on audi- on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, budget of $3 million, but uh, only had a gross of 228000 But that, that's because it only played in like seven theaters or Yeah, something. it's because it was a very limited release right. of this movie, so it, it didn't really make money, but it still was was very popular critically like, right and with audiences i'm sure it made a lot like in like the home rentals and stuff. oh sure yeah I, I would bet that it by now it's definitely made its money back but anyways uh this is a pick, pick by craig um so i'm gonna pass it off to him to uh talk more about it uh take it away craig yeah so uh, as you mentioned before black dynamite is a satirical take on the black exploitation genre um or I guess it's a subgenre of the exploitation film, uh, which came out of the 70s. Um, and essentially, like a quick rundown for anyone who's not familiar, like black exploitation is just essentially stereotypes loosely threaded together by something resembling a plot. And this movie definitely fits right into that uh, that trope. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it's, it's Intentionally close, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the the plot of this movie isn't going to be that long because it's pretty straightforward. It's like it's pretty much um, Black Dynamite is a former CIA agent who's just kind of like a badass detective in the hood, and yeah. um, his brother is like killed initially by what he thinks is a drug overdose, um, and it turns out that and so he goes on this mission to essentially avenge his brother's death because, as in most movies, like the main protagonist needs to have a family member die in a violent way in order for them to get the motivation to, you know, be the hero. Right. Especially uh, if they're like coming out of retirement. Or yeah. Cause yeah. yeah, he's not really a hero. He's just kind of like doing his own thing before. Yeah, he's like a pimp for convenience or something. Well, he's not really like a pimp. He like, 
I guess he's kind of like he seems like seems like a protection racket for right. like these girls like from their pimps, but also works with the pimps too. Right. Well, he it's keeps like keeps the pimps in line. Yeah, he, he does that yeah. too. But like we'll get into it later. Yeah. <laughs> um. And so yeah, essentially he's like kind of making his way around the city and trying to figure out what's happening and um, following these leads and essentially it like leads him to, um this anaconda malt liquor uh, yes. which is like this government sponsored malt liquor that is meant to shrink black men's dicks <laughs> and so essentially he finds out that like his brother was working undercover for the government but was like turned on by the government and so at the end it's essentially like the whole thing goes up to the president who in this movie is nixon of course yes because the only other president that they would use for this would be probably reagan but that was the 80s and right. this is the 70s yeah. so yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's pretty much like very loosely we can get into like you know different scenes that we liked and things like that but i mean really that's the plot of the movie right and <laughs> that's pretty much everything that happens has something to do with what happens with that short little plot and it's all just like blown out of proportion stereotypes and like melodrama and overacting and it is so so just hilarious yeah and <laughs> like like my favorite is uh the little snippets of like like low budget filming you know that they're like paying homage to oh i yeah. love that there's you know? just like a boom mic oh. in the shot and, and like you'll be like looking at it and it's just like they don't care to like address it because you'll actually see that in these movies yeah, yeah. like and what i love about this movie is it doesn't really go that over the top of, of like spoofing what these black exploitation movies were it's just making a black exploitation movie and oh like, yeah see how ridiculous this oh. is and like when you watch the actual ones they're just as ridiculous mm -hmm. Well, yeah, that's like, yeah, that's exactly what I was saying. I was like, yeah, the overacting in this is superb because it's like, no, this is just legitimately like what these movies looked like. Like, and, um, you know, I know we, it's, we kind of, we had like our little shitty movie night last night and yeah. this movie is like one of those things where it's like when we watched, we watched Can't Stop the Music and it was like so many of these like lines that were just kind of throwaways that were like extremely racist, like, or extremely just like stereotypically like bad and like at the time it like no one really blinked an eye at it but like looking at it now like this that's why this movie could be so hilarious because it's like no we'll just straight up make a black exploitation film in 2009 be, yeah and that's just gonna be what this is yeah. and it's gonna be and ridiculous be so because funny. Yeah. Well, like, <laughs> well, we, were, we were talking about it last night when we were when we were watching can't stop the music where it was like like we had to talk about the racism of the movie on a bell curve like relative yeah. to what it was like in the 70s because it was just like it's just fucking ridiculous yeah what was that line uh Oh, he was like, I'm going to make up for everything that happened to you in Roots. Yeah. It's like, just like, oh, oh, that is just... Luda was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> guys, let's not divulge into a yeah. conversation about the music. We're here to But yeah, but speaking of the racism in this movie, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I thought one of the really funny moments was like, he's talking to his like old CIA buddy and he's like, oh yeah, that... Uh, the old like bait and switch. I should have known. Like that's the one you used to save me in Nam. And then like he like starts talking about it. And then like and then Black Dynamite goes into this long story about Vietnam. But like every time he says it, he's like, oh yeah, the Chinese boy like speaking Chinese. Like and the, like the Chinaman and like the Chinese. And like he just keeps saying Chinese. And it's like you were in. The, and then at the end, it's like it turns around. He's like, yeah, that's what happened in Nam. <laughs> so great. And I mean. Immediately, this movie comes in with these strong things. It, it has an ad for the Anaconda Malt Liquor, which is almost identical to the 
Colt 45 commercials that Billy D. Williams yeah, used right. to yeah. do. <laughs> He's like the only malt liquor approved by Uncle Sam himself. Like it's just, <laughs> it's just all I could picture was Billy D. Williams doing those Colt 45 ads, uh, and then immediately within like minute one, I'm laughing out loud at Baron Vaughn just being hilarious as the brother in the drug deal gone wrong. Like, what are you saying, player? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> crazy Baron just Vaughn voice that he does. Like it, he does it in his stand-up and everything, but he's just bringing it to this part and it made me laugh so hard. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was like one part too where um, uh, it's like one of the like gang members, like the guy in like the dashiki and he's literally giving like stage narration, like as he's like he's like comes up, he's like, uh, I forget what he, what his character's name is in the movie, but he's like, I look up, surprised, and then like turns around, and he's like, I turn around, surprised. He's like, I sarcastically say, like, <laughs> <laughs> and, and similar to that. <laughs> Or like multiple scenes in the movie where the music, the lyrics to the music are just describing what is happening. In yeah. The movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's gonna save his. He's gonna find the man who killed his brother. Black dynamite is walking down the street now. Like, <laughs> it's so good. My my favorite is a uh, um one of my favorite like moments of just the homage to like the shitty filmmaking is. Uh, he walks out of like a like a restaurant or something, and these guys like pull up in a car and start shooting at him. And when they start shooting at him, the car starts rolling away, and like the guy that was in the driver's seat like stops and like gets back in and like stops the car from moving. Yeah. And then the movie cuts and like the car is stopped again. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all in the same place as they were before. The oh yeah, it's, it's just it's like, it's like the, I mean like the the amount of effort that they had to put into like to like put in like the inconsistencies and shit. Like for instance, in that scene, like all the cuts back to like. When it would cut to, like, the people shooting at Black Dynamite, and then it would cut to Black Dynamite shooting at them, and then it would cut back to them, like, the people shooting at Black Dynamite, and they'll be in, like, completely different spots, like, around the car. <laughs> yeah, but, and that happens throughout, where just continuity is thrown out the window, okay. because that's Well, like, forcibly so. Like, oh, yeah. It's like they, ha- like, they probably had to work harder yeah, exactly. to make that's these inconsistencies than to just, like, actually just film the scenes. Yeah, <laughs> like, like um, another example is in the ADR, like, uh... There's there's moments because the whole fucking movie is just, they just did it in ADR again to just put, pay tri- again to pay tribute to this whole thing, and uh, there's moments where like Black Dynamite's line like you can hear the echo in the room that he's in where he's recording the ADR, but he's like actually like the shot is outside. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that like happens all the time throughout. Yeah, and it's just the the whole thing with like his brother. And I just love the flashback scene where they go back and he's like talking to him and he's like, I am the 18 year old black dynamite and you are the 16 year old Jimmy. Like, it's just like the exposition in this movie. Like, (laughs) it's just like the expositional dialogue. It's just, oh God, it's just all so on point. And and it works so well because damn it. Like, this is just how these movies work. And it's it's just, that's exactly what I was saying. (laughs) They don't even have to go like, airplane level or like over the top with it they just have to make a black exploitation movie yep. and make yeah. it look like it did and have all the rough edges and everything that they had and it makes for one of the funniest movies i've seen in a really long time oh yeah no, yeah it, it works really well and there's so many just like one-liners that are just like work so perfectly where he's like uh his cia buddy's like i don't want you leaving a river of blood through this city and he's like dynamite's like well just tell me who killed my brother and i'll just leave a little puddle <laughs> <laughs> I know, he's, he's so smooth, too. Like, 
He has one line where, uh, like, the main lady that he's, like, trying to get with, you know, she's, like, works at an orphanage or whatever. And, and, like, well, first of all, like, when he, like, meets her, it's just excellent because, like, she's, like, full on exposition. Like, the first lines out of her mouth is, like, I work at an orphanage and I had to save this boy. There's no relation to him, you know. And uh, he doesn't say his name or anything. To, like, never introduces his himself to her. And all of a sudden, she's like, Black Dynamite, like, starts calling him Black Dynamite. <laughs> like, because everyone knows who he yeah, is. He's, yeah, he's, oh, he's, he's just, just like... just part of the, the whole mystique of him is that he's the biggest celebrity and, like, everyone knows who he's, Black everyone Dynamite Everyone just, is. Skin is... Oh, okay. He's I was, like I was, the hood hero. I was you thinking know, it was like... either that, like, that he's just, like, he's just kind of, like, uh, what, what's the word? Um, known, renowned throughout the neighborhood. Or it was just, like, an example of... Uh, really poor editing you know where they just like chopped up the dialogue throughout the movie so i think it could be both but i think the movie is positing that he is just the biggest hero of the community everyone knows black dynamite yeah um but uh one of the lines he says to like he's like trying to hook up with the lady and like she's like leaving and uh and he's like trying to get her to stay and and uh um he he says something like, "Now if you're gonna take off, that's that 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 doesn't do me no never mind. But you can you can go or you can come. Can yeah, you dig, baby. It was you can hit the sheets. It was like you can hit the sheets or you can hit the streets. Uh, you can go or you can come. I don't mind make no or don't make no mind to me. Like <laughs> this is like so smooth. Like I had to like rewind it. I was like, oh yeah. Like, <laughs> oh no, my favorite one that I like had to rewind because I was like cracking up was when he like starts. It was like earlier. He's like starts laying a line on her and then like. Uh, one of like the the hoes comes out and like interrupts and oh, punishes yeah. it, and he's like, "Euphoria, shut the fuck up! <laughs> I, I don't even have to look at I know with you. I should send your back to I should send your ass back to Crenshaw Pete with his hot ass coat hangers, bitch. Would you like that? <laughs> it's like it's one of those like few jokes that's put in the movie, you know? That's like it's not just like it's it's just inserted in the movie where it's like Black Dynamite is like breaking his cool, and it's like, everyone's like, it's what? <laughs> <laughs> I run that so many I times. I was just like, ah! I don't even look in your direction to know that it's you. And he's all like looking in the corner of the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like literally like looking <laughs> the opposite way. <laughs> that that brings us a little bit to the. This is a, a co-writing venture. Like this whole thing, it's directed by Scott Sanders, but it's again like I think we were Broken Lizard. This is like a whole just group effort to. Oh make really? Well, Michael Jai White who is Black Dynamite is uh, also wrote the screenplay the, yeah, for this Yeah, he's one of the writers. Oh, it, yeah. it, it was written by him. It was written by uh, Byron Mines, who played Bullhorn and Scott Sanders, the director. They all shared uh, writing credit on this movie. <laughs> oh, God, that was another moment, too, when he was like... Uh, like bullhorn no <laughs> and he's like uh fiendish dr Wu, you done fucked up now <laughs> and of course it brings in like the whole kung fu element and like it's, it's bringing in like a bruce lee movie to like the same point where he's fighting with nunchucks and they even pull a line and a line delivery directly from enter the dragon because the bad guy says oh, extra Ordinary. That yeah. uh, is the same way that the bad guy in Enter the Dragon says extraordinary. He spaces it out as two words like <laughs> extraordinary. <laughs> I love the uh, uh, choreography in that fight scene where it's just like, it's not good and it's like purposely done that way. You know? It's still better than some of the scenes in Iron Fist. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. But that's a dark and low bar. Um. It, uh, it, So's his black dick. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
But I just I just love that where it's like they're just like kind of falling all over each other and he's supposed to be this like kung fu master versus black dynamite. Yeah. Yeah. Badass. Who, who's like equally a kung fu yeah. master somehow. And they're just but, like sloppily going through. Well, I just I love to like, oh God, just all the like the lines of this movie. What is it? Your scientific biological transmogrifications <laughs> and your kung fu treachery. My, my, <laughs> kung fu treachery is like my new favorite thing. That's what he's like mainly guilty of is kung fu treachery. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone was the who saw that coming. Who saw where that came yeah. from? <laughs> <laughs> because it's like something that's obviously everyone knows this is going to happen. So it's like, who saw that coming? Oh, wait, let me rephrase. Who saw where that came from? <laughs> who saw where that came from? <laughs> oh, uh, my favorite is uh, when he's like hunting down the Kung Fu master and like, the, he's like the kung fu master like is like in like the lab and he's like trying to mix up some shit or crap or whatever and then like the boomerang comes to the window and and uh black dynamite's like ha i threw that from the other room yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh. yes. I, I just i wish i could play over and over again the whole scene the run-up in the diner where they've got the whiteboard in there the oh, the word association the, one? The run, the run up, building up to the Anaconda Malt Liquor gives me like black and small dicks. Like, it's just the greatest A to B apropos of nothing. Yeah. Oh my God. It was so well crafted and so funny. And it, yeah, it was just so hilarious because it was like these super obscure, like, uh, like characters of like Greek mythology, like, and, and, like and, then it, and then and then it was just like, oh yeah, we all know that one, of course. Of and then course, like this this old this. woman on the side is like, oh yeah, you mean like Antiope? Or like it's just like, <laughs> and they're drawing the whole thing out on a chalkboard. From no, him. they start doing it. He like draws one, and then they like stop for a long time, and then they like he starts doing the round, and then he's like writes like one thing at the end. And yeah. It's like all right, There's we like got there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. go through like like astrology and like Greek mythology. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, yeah. days of the week and like random number and editions. it all came from like one word right or, like, yeah. a phrase or something like that that leads them to the conclusion of this malt liquor is being right. used by the government which is hilarious because it's so obvious that it is because one of their friends gets immediately hooked on the shit and yeah. it's like oh yeah clearly the drug <laughs> well and then it's funny because like when they go to his house and it's like literally just like a little fucking tiny nub like sticking out of his pants right. and, and they kill him like, for mercy yeah and he's like diabolical dick shrinking motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> oh, the white man would never do this <laughs> oh god yeah and i love like the the whole orphanage thing too like oh my god when it's like all the orphans are like hooked on smack and oh it's my like god. and it goes and it's like you got you got it you got a hit for me daddy yeah like you got it and then and then it's like <laughs> you put some of these honeys on the street i'll get your money for you yeah he like grabs one of the kids and he's like i will shake this poison to shit out of your smacked up body and then she's like we already tried that <laughs> <laughs> but, but before that even happens before there's something about they're targeting the orphanage and he goes not the orphanage yeah i used to be an orphan yeah i used to be an orphan like, <laughs> And it's like a flashback to like him in a cafeteria where these kids are just being like, you don't have a mommy or a daddy. You're an orphan, orphan, orphan. And that's the extent of the flashback is just that. Yeah. Just oh, well, then, then, it, then it's You're a cut. Orphan, orphan, orphan. Then it's a cut to them like being thrown out a window. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then Dynamite's music, Dynamite, Dynamite. <laughs> He's such a badass. Yeah. I feel like, uh, this is kind of like a mix of Grindhouse and like Kung Fury. 
I wrote that down too. I, I wrote down like the Kung Fury connection. It looks yes, so much like it. it is heavy on the Kung Fury for sure. Um, I love the end when uh, uh, the first lady like tries to shoot him, and he like bitch slaps her into a bureau. Yeah, <laughs> but then he's like, "I'm sorry." And then he's I overreacted. And then, she, <laughs> then she's like, I tried to kill you. It's like, yeah, but you missed. Yeah. If you had hit me, then knocking you into the cabinet might have been appropriate. <laughs> the, the first lady, you guys might have been looking at her being like, who is that? Oh, Matt Nicole TV's, Parker? Uh, uh, From Matt TV? Nicole Sullivan. Or Sullivan, sorry. Yeah. yeah. But she is one of those character actresses from, like, TV who's been in everything. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, most notably Mad TV. There yeah, was a Nicole like, Parker on Mad TV as well, but yeah. she is Nicole Sullivan. But yeah. yeah, Sullivan was, like, in the full run of Mad TV. Oh, yeah, she yeah, she was a staple. Yeah. Um, and I love how at the end it's, like, all, all of a sudden out of nowhere. Um, did they ever even – what was the uh, – was it Gloria? Was that the, the love interest – Oh yeah, Gloria. I love how at the end she like just like pops it out of nowhere and just like runs at him and then like collapses into him <laughs> and it's just like it's like like the Star Wars pose yeah. almost and then it's like Nicole Sullivan's just like creeping over like oh yeah, she yeah she's just like, like scooting over to like, like grab his leg and be like it the other really is like the poster from Star Wars where Princess Leia is like hanging on to yeah his leg like that. <laughs> I don't know I love how he just like gets out his gun and points it at nothing <laughs> yeah he's just, well, yeah. this is after the nunchuck battle between Black Dynamite and, and Richard Nixon, Nixon. yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> which is just the best I I always love seeing Richard Nixon get walloped on and <laughs> having Black Dynamite do it is just the best. <laughs> yeah, and I love he's like, I swear on the ghost of Abraham Lincoln. And then, like, the ghost of Abraham and Lincoln who actually out. comes yeah. and helps him out in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, some, like, oh, my God. This movie had some, like, awesome people in it, too. Um, Arsenio Hall is it? Yeah, it? Arsenio Hall. Tommy Davidson is a uh, cream corn. Cream corn. Uh, cream corn! Let's see. Uh, Brian McKnight plays one of the pimps. Oh yeah, <laughs> which is perfect, of course, because it's fucking Brian McKnight. That pimp scene is excellent. <laughs> I think the only, like, I feel like the only person missing from this would have been like Wayne Brady would have just made this like key. Wayne Brady would have been perfect. Wayne Brady and there's a pimp. And this is when like Dave Chappelle was out being crazy, and so I, I bet he would have been in it if you know times were different. Yeah, I could see him being possible. in it. Um, yeah, God, this is. I, I love that they <laughs> recycled shots that happen multiple oh, times. Yeah. Like there was oh, like yeah. the uh, the car the explosion where it was like he, I used it at the beginning where they're doing like the chase scene and then it's like the same one that they use when he like picks up the car like with the magnet oh, like from the helicopter. Oh, that's, that's something I was about to talk about <laughs> because there are no uh, James Bond like actor connections in this, but that is a scene lifted directly yep. from You Only Live Twice, like in the cold <laughs> open, right? No, it's in the middle of the movie, oh. but it's it's that happens in You Only Live Twice. James Bond is being chased by some guys and in Japan, and the Japanese Secret Service sends a helicopter with a giant magnet that picks up the car that's chasing James Bond, pulls it off into the ocean, like drops the thing. <laughs> but in that scene where Black Dynamite is flying the helicopter with the giant magnet, he's wearing a tuxedo. So it's clearly <laughs> a, an homage to You Only Live Twice. They're just doing this scene directly lifted from a James Bond movie. That's excellent. Yeah. Because that's literally like the only scene that he has that on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the only scene where he's wearing a tuxedo. <laughs> um, the soundtrack is excellent. 
knows uh, i really like the soundtrack just the oh whole, i love it yeah it's great <laughs> especially in the scenes where it is just describing the movie oh yeah <laughs> oh it's great um another surprise in this movie that i found really amazing is the stylized cinematography that they use where it's like the split shots and stuff like uh, that, was, that was used in black exploitation movies also uh, uh, yeah i'm sure but it's just I, it's something that's actually really good you know in cinematography and i'm glad like like i guess it's one of those artifacts from the black exploitation movies that's like actually hey that's actually really good to filmmaking that's in there for some reason <laughs> i also love uh going back to that helicopter drop scene real quick uh like the protagonist like having this maniacal laugh like yes. after he drops the guy from this helicopter he's like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> after that too is like the he's like walking down the street with gloria and he's like oh yeah like oh yeah black dynamite and then it's like these like little girls are like oh yeah my mommy said my daddy's name is black dynamite and he's like oh hush up little girls a lot of cats have that name yeah. <laughs> is this before or after the falling in love montage that we have <laughs> Oh yeah, where he seems so uncomfortable, like doing (laughs) all of it. Like he does not want to spend any time with this woman at all. (laughs) They're just like walking through a park, and like suddenly they're dressed in like pastels, and like everything is. The music is all soft, soft and sweet, and they're just. (laughs) I love the bit where like she's like trying to get him to chase her and like he's just standing there like what like what are you doing it's just like <laughs> bouncing back and forth like trying to be playful and he's just staring at her like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> uh anything else guys you got anything else in your notes uh, i wrote down black dynamite chili and donuts oh yeah, yeah roscoe's <laughs> chili and donuts and, I, it's and it's like not working yeah <laughs> And then he's like in a restaurant later on, and like the woman is like, "All I have is uh, chicken and waffles." Oh yeah, I have like waffles, and then like yesterday's like leftover chicken from yesterday, and he's like, "Chicken and waffles? That's it." That's like, it. <laughs> <laughs> and a legend was born. Nope. <laughs> that sounds really good right now, actually. Some chicken and waffles. Mm. All right. Well, if we don't have anything else, um, guess we'll wrap up our review of uh, Black Dynamite. Excellent movie. You can bet your sweet ass and half a titty. <laughs> That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> it, it's so so funny. It's, yeah. it's so <laughs> just go watch this movie. Yeah, these reviews are are uh, quite shorter than our uh, you know because they're comedy movies. I mean, well, yeah, yeah, the plot is very yeah thin as it is, and in these last two movies especially, it's intentional. Right. So, like, we might go a little longer next week with. Uh, Doctor Strangelove, just because which is can, straight political satire, yeah, which is c- just because of satire of it, but right, yeah, and uh, then probably even a uh, maybe, well, no, Kung Fu probably Hustle. short again for short Kung again Fu for Kung Fu Hustle because that's a ridiculous yeah, movie yeah. as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, well, thanks for joining us for uh, part two of our comedy block. It's a uh, it's a pleasure having you around. Ooh, um, well, um, oh, I also want to bring up that uh, the next in our summer blockbuster series is going to be uh, Baby Driver. So, um, really looking, forward really to looking that. forward to watching that. Yeah. It's uh, done by the uh, Edgar Wright, the stylized director that brought you uh, such great movies as um, Scott Shaun Pilgrim the, and uh, Shaun Hot of the Buzz, Dead. Yeah, Shaun the of the old Dead. trilogy, Shaun of the Dead. Yep. Um, it looks great. I'm really looking forward to it. 
So uh, go watch that. God dang it. Still sitting at like a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's hot. That is that is get out hot. Yep. Um, <laughs> which I love is like the golden standard right now for like good movies. is it's like Certified Fresh. Certified Fresh is, is get out. It's like it doesn't get any, any much better than that movie. Um, all right. Well, any corrections and omissions from last week, which was Super Troopers? You got anything? I don't think mm. so. Um, shit. I thought I had some stuff. Oh yeah, it uh, it the there, I I said last week that Broken Lizard's first movie was Puddle Jumper. It's actually Puddle Cruiser, and it's oh. a yeah, and it's a uh, high school comedy, like high school themed comedy, look like. Um, that's all I got. <laughs> um, undo recommendations, I guess. Uh, rickety wreck the rickety to the rickety recommendations. Um. Who wants to kick it up this week? Uh, I can start off. Um, this season of Silicon Valley has been uh, excellent. And if you haven't watched Silicon Valley at all, uh, it's just a great show. It's really funny. It's by uh, Mike Judge, uh, same guy behind um, Office Space and Beavis and Butthead, King of the Hill, all that stuff. Oh. Um, but a uh, really funny show. So Silicon Valley. Right on. I'll have to give it a, give it a check out. It's uh, one of those shows that I've been meaning to watch, but for some stupid reason, I just never have. Uh, probably because there's a thousand things to see. And yeah, television overload. Yeah. Or just yeah. pop culture overload. Yeah, just television, books, podcasts, podcasts, comics, video games. Yeah, it's... Yeah, and now <sighs> sports. I mean, it's like I want to focus, but I'm like, no, it's like, that's also fun. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. I need like I need an eighth day in a week that's just like revert like just reserved for my hobbies and stuff you know that no one's allowed to call me or talk to me the sun's not allowed to shine I just wish there was like I would just wish like the witching hour existed it's like that like it's like this thing like between like but so it's like a between time between like eleven fifty nine and midnight that exists oh, right. like in like this secret in like you know some yeah mythologies of like yeah you, yeah you can get into there like between that minute but like in that minute it's like an hour I'm like right. I, I, I want that i want to witch you that would be nice yeah <laughs> I, I, I use it for playing um uh mountain blade warband which is my <laughs> recommendation for this week <laughs> it's an excellent pc game came out um oh i want to say 2014 maybe even earlier um it is amazing i can't stress it enough there is so much to do um i fuck uh, i can go on and on and on for the amount of stuff that you can do in this game um but i will say if you're a fan of like civ like the civ games and any of the triple x games um it has stuff for you uh if you're into um big scale battles it has stuff for you if you're into just classic rpg and medieval mythology and all that crap it has stuff for you it's a lot of fun highly recommend it mountain blade warband um that's my recommendation from the v books uh yeah, I will recommend uh, Astrophysics for People in a Hurry. It's a Neil deGrasse Tyson book. Um, I've been listening to it on Audible because I'm also reading the Sandman Omnibus at the same time, and I don't like reading two things at the same time. So oh, nice. I listen to one thing and read one thing. <laughs> um, and yeah, Neil deGrasse Tyson reads it on Audible if you have that service. So if not, just pick it up in book form. If you do, check it out on Audible. It's pretty awesome. Oh, yeah, I'm Sweet. definitely going to be interested in that. DeGrasse Tyson is a fun read. Um, yeah, I've read some of his books. Good stuff. Um, what else have we got? 
What do we do uh, at the end of these shows? Well, oh, you can well. find us on Twitter. At, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I-W-Y-T-W-T. Yeah, sit in the can. Uh, you can find us uh, individually on Twitter as well. I'm at the D-Bucks. I am at Catharticus. I am at Cullen Lunch. And uh, that's where you can find us. You can find our uh, little show on Facebook as well. Facebook.com forward slash I-W-Y-T-W-T. And hey, if you want to track down all of our episodes, they can be found on SoundCloud.com forward slash I-W-Y-T-W-T. Um, you can find our podcasts on actually anywhere you where you want to find podcasts. Uh, Stitcher, iTunes, um, uh, I don't know, other, yeah. other places. Overcast. <laughs> Um, CB radio, CB radio, yep. Police scanners, <laughs> police scanners. Uh, but wherever you find our podcast, two tin cans connected by a string. Yep. I got a guy. I hired a guy that's converting this into smoke signals, so you could also get that. Um, it's displayed off. Yeah. Oh, and um, you know we, what? We've also got a, a bunch of people doing this podcast in semaphore. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, wow. Uh, I'm I'm starting to look at pricing out skywriting. Right. Oh. <laughs> Excellent. Um, and then uh, I got a whole telegraph system that I'm uh, firing up throughout the Denver metro area. Uh, so this is going to be in Morse code as well. Oh, nice. That's cool. I was actually starting to, um, I've been starting working on getting smoke signal um, started. Here, oh, I already so. got it going. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you yeah, did? Yeah, yeah. I, I, was well, on top of it. yeah, I got a group. Uh, they're, they're working off of Lookout Mountain right now. So oh, okay. yeah, if you're, if you're in the golden area, you can and understand smoke signals. You can watch our podcast <laughs> but however you consume our podcast go ahead and give us a review uh, it helps us get more listeners or tell your friends word of mouth is very helpful for yes. growing an audience yes please go on itunes write us a five-star review and be like hey this show is awesome and then tell your friends about it do like the pay it forward like uh, uh be um uh, what's that kid actor uh um, haley joel osmond yeah be haley joel osmond um in a less depressing version of pay it forward but with this podcast where you just go up to two strangers and tell them about this podcast and then they have to tell two strangers about this podcast and then and then we'll take over the podcast planet anyways join us next week for <laughs> dr strange love um anything else that I'm, I'm forgetting yeah i almost forgot about your lovely first lady nixon costume dennis Aww. Thank you. I'm I mean, so glad. Oh, you spent so, so much time on those prosthetics. I mean, it looks like you wouldn't, you wouldn't take them and got them like, you know, like, I don't know, like reupholstered. Is that, is that I, what you do they, with those things? I got things? them deflated because, you know, she plays an older woman. And so, um, uh, yeah, you know, just playing the role of Nixon's uh, wife. Uh, Patty Nixon. Yeah. <laughs> her. <laughs> that woman. Didn't know her name. <laughs> But played as, you know, Nicole... Um, as Nicole Sullivan. As Nicole as Sullivan. Sullivan. As, as Pat, Pat Right, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, going deep. Going deep. Um, well, um, you know, of course, Craig, uh, he did the... <laughs> I guess we're going to the right. <laughs> well, Colin. <laughs> um, just going great in this episode. Just totally smooth. <laughs> um, <laughs> Colin, I love your your costume as a uh, um, the uh, F the CIA director and hookup. Um, God, who was that? Actor? Captain Nancy. Captain Nancy. Captain Nancy. Yeah. Um, I love I love that a character actor, and I'm glad that you took on his role. Um, well, yeah. I mean, I I've been out here getting shot and like betraying people like the whole time, and it's it. <laughs> <laughs> there were very limited options for you and I in this movie, Dennis. Yep. That's, that's How does it feel, part. you guys? How does it feel to have those it's tables turned? It's interesting <laughs> to be on this side of it because it's, it's an eye opener, and I appreciate the education. <laughs> um, 
but Craig, bravo on your black dynamite costume. I mean, you're just fully representing this movie. Yeah, I just been like walking around, like throwing people out of windows, smacking bitches up, and you know, apologizing to the ones I get too rough with. Yep. You know, and, and yeah, just the, the nunchucks are great. You know, I've, I've, you've been swinging them around this entire recording. I'm amazed you haven't hit either of us or well, Mike. Well, I've been practicing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I can't be Black Dynamite unless I am Black Dynamite. And, so. and the ladies that are just chasing after you, I mean, like they're just pounding at the door right now. Yeah, it's this gonna be is a, a huge shame. Yeah, this is another costume where I didn't anticipate the uh, the side effects. Like Ruby Rod was one, and yep. this is this now this one where I didn't quite anticipate like all of the vagina I would be falling into. <laughs> right. Um, nor did I ask for it. Nor did I want and it. As but a, I as, mean, as a straight man, um, fuck you. <laughs> sorry it's just, vagina's not my thing I, I would gladly like I don't know transfer that power to you yeah, but I mean sure but I, I I think that that might involve some tricky like questionably racist appropriation type things that might involve like yeah you probably want to stay away from that yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. the whole That's black dynamite thing yeah it's not really my bag yeah <laughs> that kind of person um <laughs> i'll deal with the dice that i've been given um all right well i guess that was our sloppy uh costumes <laughs> yes it was <laughs> we're still we're hanging st- on to this bit yeah <laughs> Kind of, kind of out of spite at this point. <laughs> I, I think so. Well, I mean, the fact it's that like, it literally just came up as the last thing, just like, like, oh yeah, that's right. Oh, I guess we'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, no one told me that we weren't doing it. So. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, all right. Well, um, thanks again. Thanks again, people out there in podcast world, for putting you, up with us. You're still listening. You're still there. God bless you. Yeah. Thank you, Caroline. <laughs> You're hanging on. Are you there, listener? Are you there, listener? <laughs> it's me, Ebox. Uh, cool. Well, join us again next week. Doctor Strange Love. It's an excellent movie. Peter Seller. Um, Stanley Kubrick doing a comedy. Huh? Who thought? Yep, and I will talk a lot about that. All right. Bye.